Human family, thank you for tuning in. I'm Keenan White, and I'll be sharing stories, dialogues, and methodologies for leading a conscious, abundant life. To me, luminous is a word that connects us to our vital life force energy and soul essence. Your bioluminosity is a barometer for health, a gauge for abundance, true prosperity, and a luminous way of life. In this podcast, I hope you find a more effortless way of tuning into the wisdom of your body, soul, and spirit. We'll explore the many faces of medicine, creativity, and self-mastery as it evolves and spans into esoteric and ancient wisdom and modern paradigm shifts in consciousness. In this episode, we'll be bridging efforts into a collaboration called The Power of Heart Presence, a live and recorded broadcast, whereby Elena Radford and I, Keenan White, share empowering perspectives in times of change. We offer wisdom that supports you to cultivate true abundance, align with purpose, and create a better future by shifting the energy of the present. During our broadcast, you're invited to call in for the support you need to move beyond limitations and make greater choices for your life. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be here in the show with you today. And there's so many things I want to talk about and, and also want to share how much gratitude I have for having the opportunity to share my knowledge, my wisdom, and my experiences that I go through the during the week with each one of you, so it can be a contribution to you in your life. So let me let me see if I am connected to Kinnan right now. So Kinnan, can you hear hey, me? Hey, I'd also love to Hi. share my gratitude. As well, I'm really enjoying this broadcast and bringing people on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It is amazing to be able to to share our experiences. And I want you to make sure that all of you have some water just to make sure that we we're going to we're going to need water to process the information today. And I, I want to ask you know, how was your week, hon? Anything that you learned this week, anything that you think we can um be a contribution you can be a contribution by sharing? Yeah, this week has been awesome. Um I feel like I've been processing a lot. Uh, Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that I feel like has been coming through for me so far is the idea of simplifying and really feeling feeling into, you know, just the the simplicity of life and how how simple it really can be. I think one of the things I've been going through is, you know, really dropping the need or feeling to have to be spread so thin in all these areas of my life Mm -hmm. and it's been really accelerated just by bringing more of my awareness into my heart space and just continuing to trust that process so that's been a pretty big one that's that's a huge one i i I love that so let me let go into channeling i need to drink some water first here um mm -hmm. we're going to talk about today about um Entitlement and personal intimacy, the intimacy, the connection that you have with yourself. So entitlement is a type of expectation that is based in suffering. So, um, for instance, somebody can say, I'm entitled to for my parents to give me everything that I need because they're my parents, right? It's like a... A, a determination of wanting something that because 
we're hiding something. It can be something like um, I'm entitled to be respected because, let's say, I have my gift. I'm entitled. But the truth is the entitlement comes from the space of fear and insecurity. And when we uh, entitle and we request something was setting us, okay, that's not realistic, we were setting up ourselves to have pain or suffering in a, because it's not, it's, based, it's not realistic. It's not based. It's not realistic. So when something is not realistic, then we have to check that with our heart. Is that really something that's going to work with us or with me or it's not? And if you're in the space, um, that's not for you. Whatever you're trying to create in your life, then you accept and you let it go. For instance, um, having looking for an apartment for my house for my son and for myself, right, the last few weeks. And so many things have changed through it. And um, first we wanted to move together. Now we, he wanted to go on his own, but then he changed his mind. But in the process, I could entitle myself and say, oh, you're being such an inconvenient because you're not making your mind and so this is making it hard. Coming from the pain and suffering, I will probably have entitled myself to um, forcing him to make a choice or forcing myself to jump into something that I'm not ready for, right? So um, that's the way how we create suffering, when we, we have to defend our suffering, our pain, for whatever it is. So um, instead of entitlement, can be open communication or intimacy with yourself. Do I really this one? Why is this not really working? Why can I benefit? Um, what else can I bring into the world that can be different to what I'm looking at? And so that sense of intimacy, the honesty with yourself to me is called intimacy, but it's really honest with you, honestly with yourself. It really drives you into understanding you have a choice to create with happiness or create with suffering. So, you know, what do you think about that? How is that relating to you? Yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's something I feel like I've been actually feeling a bit myself, just having, you know, feeling into some of the expectations, for example, that I've had of some of my creative relationships. <clears throat> Excuse me. And yeah, just partnerships that I've formed. And, you know, I, I feel like I've been running the some of the pattern of um, of being an achiever and wanting to, you know, have a lot of success in my career and, and what I'm doing in life. And yeah, just bringing a sense of um, expectations. I can notice that, that there's some expectations that have been set up in those partnerships where, you know, when my mind gets ahead of my heart and the, it's like the mind is wanting to, yeah, just come from a place of what's not working or feeling like it, it does need to defend itself. And yeah, I've been finding more more enjoyment and in peace and ease with just coming back to myself, like just really coming back to that place where, in its simplicity, we have a choice to uh, take ownership of what what our side is. And I think that ownership is really about mm-hmm. just direction, directionality, and noticing what you can change. So yeah, I love that you're bringing this up. All right, speaking volume. Thank you, and yep. and so we'll redirect our colors in through recognizing going back into the intimacy or the 
the identity or accepting for what it is, and let's see how it goes, right? And start pushing away drama and suffering because there's entitlement there. All right, so who's our first caller, hon? Yeah, so we'll we'll bring on zero four. Okay. Hello. Hello. I don't think she can hear us. Maybe we need to. Um, Hi there. We've got a uh, color ending in the phone number zero four. Anybody there? Oh. Uh, yes, this is Barbara. Hello. Hi, hey, Barbara. Barbara. How's it going? Hi. I have never done this before, so I wasn't sure how to do it. That's okay, Yeah, the honey. choice is yours if, like... you, if you would like to listen or if you have a question or you want to tune in and you have anything that you would like to well, bring up at this point, we're happy to support you. Well, I would like to listen for a little bit because I haven't been on before. But I really appreciate the, um, this wonderful opportunity. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Who is the next caller? We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. I'm just changing that over now. So the next caller is ending in 41. Hey, this is Donna. I wanted to thank you, Hi, Donna. first of all for the help with the heart chakra blockage last week. When I went to PT, the guy's like, oh, this is looking really good. So thanks so much. I was Amazing. wondering to – yeah, isn't that pretty cool? <laughs> it was great, actually. Yes. Um, so let's just revel in that for a second. And so today I was wondering, because, you know, now like we're getting through the layers, right, um, is there any assistance that the light beams can offer for left-right brain balance? Or is there any, and or, is there any blockages in C7-T1? Because the heart chakra, the T4, has pretty much cleared itself. And he said that the next area is C7-T1, but also there is an imbalance in the left-right brain. Right. The imbalance that I'm seeing has to do with trauma. And um, let me just go back to Barbara, even though she's listening. If that's okay, I'm just going to use your energy as a point of reference as well. Um, trauma, let's redefine trauma. Trauma is, for what we're speaking right now, is where the left brain is not sending the right waves to the right brain in the right brain. It's not understanding the language. It's kind of they start speaking two different languages. So they, it's hard for them to co-create. That's like your creative part and your direction part, female or male energy. Now, a trauma is like poison. The experience that the brain is remembering of what created a trauma is a poison to either the right or the left brain. And by the way, um, Donna, while I'm talking to you, I'm already uh, correcting the behavior. All right, hon? Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's say I'm looking right now. I'm just going to show you what are the visions that are being shown by the light being. It's like, it seems like 
the trauma that you carry is that you have been forced to do things that you didn't want to do. And what I mean being forced, I mean literally has been a very intense energy. This is in your childhood. Um, forced to do things that you didn't want to do and without comprehending why you had to do what you had to do. So, um, yeah. And so it's like saying, it's like saying, you know, a little boy, five-year-old boy is playing basketball and he doesn't hit the, um, the basket and so he doesn't make a basket and say the coach gets upset with him and he doesn't even understand why the coach is upset with him. And so that lack of understanding of the situation is, in other words, it's also another way how you can describe the trauma, not knowing what to do in the situation. So when I work with people that have anxiety or depression, especially anxiety, it's like a black hole. And the black hole wants knowledge, wants understanding, but because it doesn't know how to drive the knowledge into it, then um, there's this energy of anxiety of, I don't know what to do, I don't know what I want, I don't know why I'm really hurt, I don't know, it's like the, the I don't know thing becomes the major frequency. And so, if somebody has the tendency to be type A personality, like you are, that you like to be in charge of things and be productive and move forward, then it makes you even more intense in that energy. So you're always doing, 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 producing, 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 because that's what your um, right brain is doing, but the left brain doesn't understand what you're producing. So it's like you're producing a lot of times without having an intention. Is that making sense? Yes. So, so let me, can I, can I ask a question based on sure. what you just said? Mm-hmm. If the yeah. left and the right bl- brain are more in balance, you know, like speaking the same language to use what you just said, does that mm-hmm. result in a person that's grounded? Yeah, it results in somebody who can ground. Exactly. For instance, the way how I was trained my, by my ancient people is there's a marriage. There's a marriage between the left brain and the right brain. They're married and they're very happy. And their happiness allows them to communicate with the subconscious level. So there's another marriage or relationship between the conscious level and the subconscious level. But if there's a trauma or if there's a damage in the brain, which literally we all are going through, um, then we don't remember what the subconscious level wants. You don't remember what is in the internal part of you, what it really wants. So um, like in your situation, what I'm seeing, it's already being realized. You know, mom, mom, mom. It's like the little, the subconscious level was mom, 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 why are you not there for me? Mom, 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 why are you not there for me? Things could be so much easier if you were to be there for me, right? So Mm -hmm. um, we'll redirect that because in the energy field, we are connected with everybody. It's just that we don't remember. So if something gets to be triggered into the subconscious level, then you become multidimensional. And even though people have crossover or die, you still have a connection with them. There's no such a thing of separation. But it is the imbalance, again, 
I think what, you know, I don't understand the language of T3 and things like that. That's something new, but I think for what I'm hearing from the light being is it's pushing you forward in your life with the intention instead of just working, 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 working and depleting yes. your energy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I know that T1 is in the C7 or just just about right at the base of the the neck, which is the top of the thoracic, and then um, yeah, just you're you're right at the cervix part uh, cervical uh, section of the spine. So yeah, I mean, it feels like that seems like a really common thing uh, that that can happen if we're we're leaning forward. And the head is moving forward, and it's looking for something. Whereas, if you if you notice with a straight spine, that if you push your head back a little bit, and you stack your vertebrae, and you allow yourself to really ground and root in, and relax, then the energy is much different. But if if there's that subconscious tendency to to then seek out the groundedness externally, oh well, if I do this, I'll run around. I can make this happen. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then it's like the head totally moves forward, sort of looking for the next thing that it can ground into, whereas the the actual mm-hmm. you know true groundedness comes from leaning leaning back, you know, resting, relaxing into the body more. I hope that might help. Yeah, it's quite with your integration. I mean, you're talking about something that's so. Um, I think this is a good place to explain where. The energetic frequencies or experiences are always connected to the body or to our behavior. So if we get to be healed, we get to heal the heart and also the process of the mind. So um, I just got disconnected from my lighting. Let me see why. Oh, Kenan, says that you did not finish what you wanted to say. There's more that you get to say that is going to help Donna. (laughs) Sorry about that. Hmm. Yeah, um, let's see what's there for down there. Yeah, it feels like the the uh, the little exercise that I could offer is the is squishing the pea. So when you if you imagine a little pea behind your head, kind of right at the the amygdala, the the base of the where the occipitals are, it's kind of like the the top of the neck. And if you imagine a pea there and you put your hand at the back of your, your head, you, it's like you squish that pea. And you you can practice that anywhere. And if you do that throughout the day, uh, it's just a little energetic, intentional movement and practice that can have a profound effect over some, some time, maybe about a few weeks, on unfixing that, that phys- physical aspect of what you might be feeling. So can you um, explain the squishing the pee a little bit more? Are you using your fingers at the occipitals, or are you just is this like using your imagination? What what? Yeah, it's a great question. So using your imagination, um, okay. you can imagine that there's a pee there. Putting your hand there just allows your awareness to go there much faster. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I would try that. Right. Uh, okay. I think there's, there's, you know, there's a beautiful, 
you know, field of chiropractic and, and some of the more effective chiropractic medicine and treatment that I've experienced has been the network chiropractic. And, you know, at the end of the day, we can get cracked all, all day. And I, I truly believe in the field. I think it's profound and has so many benefits. I've had a, a decent amount of experience working through a number of injuries and just having treatments and working with these soul embodiment practices. And the more effective chiropractic that I've that I've received is actually just more of a slow burn. And it it's, you know, it's something that you can receive over time where you're working with intention. You're noticing small things going on internally, psycho-emotionally and spiritually, as opposed to just going in for the physical aspect. Because any any symptom of the body in its physicality that's showing up is is really just a feedback mechanism for the soul's embodiment and the spiritual process of, a, of the person, of being. So I hope that does help. And I, I guess I would say that because um, I I just encourage the, the, the these small adjustments that you're making, even just squishing the pee, that exercise, they're really profound. They can be huge because not only are you you just kind of moving your head a little bit back, but you're you're also bringing the awareness that when you're doing that, then you're actually disarming the program that has you seeking for all this groundedness. You're 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 creating the sense of groundedness right in that place. And yeah, I would you could even bring your awareness into your heart a little bit or down into your sacrum. Sometimes just connecting the the sacrum and, and the top of the head, the cranium can be a huge benefit for aligning the energy and centers in the spine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and any more Let's questions? Let's go back to Barbara. To anything. All right. Let's go back to Barbara and see if she's ready with any questions. Will that be okay? Yeah, thank you, Donna. I'm going to bring Barbara on here in a second. Wow. Hello. Hi. Hello. I can hear you. Oh, good. Well, that was very helpful because um, I've had a lot of near-death experiences, traumas, huge traumas in my lifetime. And um, I leaned forward. So I was I was so appreciating, oh, that is, that one thing was a great reminder instead of that I guess I call it falling forward thing this is very helpful thank you so happy to hear that yeah you're super welcome it's been really helpful for me too because I've I've had that condition a lot of my life and I've had my head forward and it's been quite the process to just you know see more of what's going on and in doing, you know, doing the physical piece of it is part of it, absolutely. But bringing that, the uh, the feelings in, you know, the emotional body into the experience of, wow, I, you know, I feel grounded. I feel like I can relax. Kind of, I see it as calling in the intention of, you know, <sighs> relaxing back into a sense of groundedness. Well, do you mind repeating how to do it again? Because I think in pictures and feelings, most of the time, because I work with animals, and I don't quite understand uh, how to do that. Yeah, no problem. 
So another way I could put it is that when you're you're sitting, just think about okay. all of your vertebrae stacked onto one another. And you can start uh-huh. from the bottom of your spine. Uh-huh. And it's like you're you're putting coins, you know, maybe quarters on top of one another. And just imagining okay. that those quarters are, are your vertebrae. And as uh-huh. you're getting to that, that part, you know, right around the neck, where it tends to be, you know, that's where a lot of us, you know, a lot of us are looking at a computer screen or whatever it is. And there's a lot of leaning yeah. forward and the neck goes forward. So at the top uh-huh. of the spine, right where the the connection is into the skull and the cranium, just imagine that you're actually pushing that back a little bit. And the, the uh-huh. P is just a... Um, an image to to help you see that you don't have to move it back that much. You know, just maybe about half of a centimeter, you can move it. And you can, if you feel what happens, just notice what's going on in your body. And you might just notice that you, you might relax a little bit. But yeah, what's happening for you? Well, It feels uncomfortable, so maybe I'm not doing it right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sitting up straight, but then I feel like um, there's effort in my stomach area when I put my head back a little bit, like I'm going to lean backwards and fall over backwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you might put your hands on your your stomach. Uh Uh-huh. Try putting your hands on your on your stomach and and see if you can stabilize yourself there first. Okay. And then instead of instead of focusing on the, the top of the head, the head, just just imagine that um, it, you're you're 300 feet tall now. <laughs> okay. And just see how far you can sort of stretch your head up, just straight up. Uh-huh. with your hands on your belly and just kind of uh-huh. feel that uh, like all the vertebrates are getting a little extra space in between them. That's one way you can go about it too. And just, you're just kind of playing with, with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so funny to see how afraid I am of doing something like that. I'm so well, used I think to... That... You're so used to yeah. be obedient in life. I think that's yes. part of your training. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So to do yeah, what you I want think the, to do. Go ahead. I think the other thing to to include here is that, like with any of these things, you know, it's it's a physical exercise. But what's really important is, you know, like Elena's saying right now, there's something about obedience that she's feeling is is there. So yeah. if you're if you're not feeling the emotion that's connected to it, it it's it's not nearly as effective. So you can ask yourself when you're doing that kind of practice, you know, you're you're creating intention here, you know, for example, my intention is to ground myself, come back into alignment, feel my heart again, and just notice what's there. Then usually the thing you're noticing is what sensation is is showing up, what feeling is there, and that's when you can begin to unravel some of the, you know, the the stories, quote unquote, of of trauma in the body. 
<sighs> which I view I view trauma as just you know another perspective would be that trauma is just anything that's keeping us out of our our natural state. Ah. And our natural state really is homeostasis. You know, we're, it's a naturally regenerative mechanism that lives in the body. It's this healing intelligence that that's present. And if we just get out of the way, all that can happen. Um, but there's all different kind of things that can be buried in the subconscious that can be, you know, holding micro tensions in the body, usually based on what, what we believe is true. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. just in this short couple of minutes of permission giving, I guess you might say, of standing up straight, had any, you know, position you're describing, this exhaustion that I was feeling is, I don't feel it now. I was That's feeling good. exhausted before I came on the show, uh, just thinking, when can I take a nap? And now I have energy. I feel the homeostasis. That's what I think I'm saying, seeing. That's Thank beautiful. You. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just a reminder. I think he's saying that is perfect because it points to the simplicity of this healing process where, you know, 85% of this is awareness. As soon as we see it and the thing is seen, it just dissipates. (laughs) Amazing. Very, very quickly. Thank you. You're welcome. Surprise the heck out of me. Thank you. (laughs) Elena, do you want to offer anything about anything else you're feeling? You know, I think, um, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I just feel like um, grounding, you know. It's something I also have to learn to do because I think in the old school, our parents used to punish us physically. And um, I, more than what can happen now. And so my mother did the same. She That was her way of showing love, which was it's not really a way of showing love. And so... My whole life, I always have been wired, wired in the sense that what's the next bad thing that's going to happen to me, when I'm going to be punished. So that's what it did not allow me to ground myself. But the more I understood that the best way to ground myself is to love myself and unconditionally, that's kind of the language that I use for myself. Regardless what it is, I'm going to love myself. Regardless what I've done in the past, what I can do in the future, what I'm doing in the present. That helps me to ground because that gives me full acceptance of there's a possible solution to what's the situation. So that, to me, that it works for me in that way because I'm the kind of person who has, has to go, 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 go because that's my tendency anyway. And so loving myself constantly grounds me. I hope that's helping. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else, Kinnan? These are the two colors that we have for now. How do you feel about you feeling complete? What would any anything else that you want to add to the show? Um, do you mean see, Barbara um, or Oh right. Oh I was talking to Kinnan. That's right. Oh, <laughs> great. 
Okay. Do you have anything, Barbara? <laughs> no, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate both of you very much. You're oh, so welcome. You. Happy to have you on here. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I have too much more to add either. I think I really relate to what you're saying, Elena. I think it's so easy to get swept up. I mean, even this morning I got kind of swept up. I, I had uh, some body work that I did with a friend, and we've been doing trade, and it's been so nice. It looks like somebody else might have popped on as well, so I could move on to another caller here in a moment. But, um, okay. you know, I could, I could just share this little anecdote here. I, you know, I've been doing this trade, and it's uh, just receiving again. You know, I, I'm a body worker. I've been working on clients for almost a decade, and it has been such a place where I've been able to give, you know, this service and offer my hands on, you know, healing approach to the body and, and all that. And I haven't, I haven't always received. So I've been feeling the call to come back into it. So I've taken a little reprieve for a while and I've been feeling the, the desire to come back and I'm going to come back in a much different energy because I'm going to really integrate the receiving. And so I've been kind of going through that process, you know, what it's like to, to bring that into my world, receiving more often from other people, and it's so grounding and I can feel the, you know, just choosing that kind of thing can bring in so much grounding and I can notice more easily when all of my wiring and the trauma responses, so to speak, want to snap back and, and bring me into the old pattern. And it just creates a little mm-hmm. extra spaciousness to to integrate, you know, the things we actually want to integrate into our lives. I hope that might be helpful. There's a call. Thank you. I think that. Yeah, go ahead. What is the number ending on? Oh, I was going to see if you wanted to say something. Caller is ending in 11. We'll go ahead and bring this caller on right now. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Hey, this is Judith. Um, hi, Elena. Hi, Judah. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm doing good. I wanted to, um, first of all, say um, glad you're feeling safe enough to receive support, Kiranin. And I wanted to Thank share you. that <laughs> what you just shared, I took my two fingers and found the sort of this lovely little indentation at the base of the skull and I pressed a little bit, and that just cleared so many emotions. I just wanted to share I've been following <clears throat> this morning, and it helped to actually touch gently. Mm. And uh, I've been unsta- on a little bit emotionally unstable this morning, and this really helped me. And Anything uh, anything that you'd like to share would be mostly grateful. Thank you. Mm, so nice to hear you say that and, and uh, affirm that, that touch. I, I just did that again while you were saying that. <laughs> I mm-hmm. felt a bunch yeah. of energy move as well. That's such a connector mm-hmm. point, right, where all of our, our neurons go right into our skull. And, and the, the cranium itself has this little 
little hole in it where all of our, you know, ner- nerves and arteries and veins and, you know, our spinal cord, it goes right into our brainstem. And it's such an essential part of the body that, yeah, I really believe that just bringing that hand there once in a while is a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What's going on in your world? I just also want to appreciate you saying that uh, it helps to take note of the emotions coming up to, so uh, what did you say, to kind of integrate the process, the healing? Yeah, yeah, to just see what message is there. And that message sometimes is, you know, communicated through sensation and energy, light, frequencies, patterns. And we don't have to interpret interpret it, you know, with the left brain. I think that, you know, that's kind of the integration to me is that balancing of left and right through allowing each side to have its time, you know. Oh, okay, I got the sensation. It's in the back of my head. It feels kind of sharp uncomfortable you know you can kind of name it and and you're 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 feeling it you're noticing what's there and then bringing some naming into it sometimes allows some communication to happen happen to where you you can actually listen or interpret understand what what other things are there oh my god you know Mm -hmm. this is reminding me when i was this year old and I was 10 and this happened, my friends did something or whatever it was. And then when that stuff comes up, um, usually there's another layer of emotions. and There's this kind of dance between getting some clarity in the mind and understanding what the sensations are there for. Uh, but I always see that as, you know, truly the, a message from our soul, the soul message. And we tend to, in our kind of, you know, Western world, patch things up. Oh, we've got a problem. We've got pain. Let's fix it. Let's get rid of it. But actually, you know, that there's a message there. And it's part of our our, our process of, um, I think, becoming more embodied with our spiritual essence. Mm-hmm. That's great. <clears throat> So what's, so what's happening you in right your now? world? Yeah. Sometimes I get a little, I get a little flooded with emotions, and I have to really mm-hmm. ground myself to be in relation to other people, so that I have space to see what's going on for them. Because I wait till I'm ready to speak, and then it's too much, and so I'm trying to self-regulate a little bit better these days. This would be a good exercise for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What did you say? It's going to be a good exercise to do uh, this type of work that Keenan is sharing. Yeah. Um, I mean, what I'm seeing in you, I get to seeing other people too, is that Sometimes our body is too small to all the emotions that we carry because yeah. um, we're so connected. Yeah. Just be aware yeah. of that, that, that you have a lot. I mean, no, but you have so much to give to the world. And you're <laughs> ready to do that, but it's like tapping in your heart. 
for you first. Yeah. Allow to have those emotions. That is much better. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. 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 So it's. A... Well, I was gonna say it's it, like it reminds from... me of. Go ahead. Just what you know. Sometimes when we're giving, where are we giving from? That's the question. Right. And what is wanted to be received without being so eager to give that you're not perceiving what's being received and then the person shuts down or mm. that's not yeah, happening, yeah. but it can, you know. <laughs> so huge, yeah. Yeah, I love that you said that. Well, I used to live by a creek and every once in a while when it would rain, the the ground would rumble and you would know that the creek bed was going to flood. There's nothing you could do because when that wall comes down of water, it has its own timing and it has its own cycle to be reabsorbed and to raise the creek bed and then to, and it's really important for nature that it has that now and again. Just kind of respect Mm. it and take a step back and wait till it recalibrates, so to speak. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds right. like you're really pointing mm-hmm. to something and really important just, you know, because we've been kind of talking about <clears throat> this process about balancing the left and right brain and it seems so complicated. It can. And if we're talking about, you know, moving past trauma, then it just really means coming back to our natural state. And like you're saying, nature doesn't, it doesn't do anything <laughs> You know, it's just, it is. So sometimes it's a much more of a space of allowing. Mm-hmm. And there's something else I'm hearing is, um, you're right, there's a cycle to everything. But we as observers just observe that as what it will be the best for us. And that's what we're talking about. Entitlement to suffering is not the best way to yeah. observe something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming into a new relationship with the future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the future is now. Is, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. That's really good. Are you feeling complete, Judy? Thank you both. Yes, thank Are you. you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're Are welcome, you Judy. Feeling? Are you feeling? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would be nice to maybe connect the the circle and do a full loop and uh, just feel like saying, yeah, I mean, just this part about yeah, because it really seems like we you started things out, Alina, talking about entitlement and these expectations that can get wrapped wrapped up in there, and that leading to our pain and suffering because they're not really realistic. And accepting where we are, letting it go, 
you know, choosing the heart, whatever we're choosing, I think the the thing that I'm feeling is important to highlight is just this part you, you just mentioned around observation. Just noticing that whether we're obser- observing our spine and the body and the, the process, the messages that are there, we're observing our life unfold, you know, we're observing the way we wake up. It's that quality of observation that seems to be so important or a Christianship. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, I um I was looking to a story, my personal story while I was observing and doing the exercise that you were showing and the technique that you were showing. And one of the things that came to me is that I was just talking to my son before the show and I told him that I was going to do the show and then I was going to do all the stuff and then come back and be with him. But through the index, and I was creating anxiety. No anxiety, but it was no grounding me. And when I look into the story of it, I realized that there was, just, there was a story there that I always have to accomplish things to finish whatever thing, and then I can be and do what I wanted to do in this situation with my son. So because of the awareness that's happening, I was going to do a couple of things, but I'm just going to cancel then after the show. I'm just going to go back and be with my son and just be in the present, enjoy him because the awareness is shifting to this sense that, yes, I'll have time to do the other things, but I don't want to be running that programming that I have to finish with my to-do list. And when I'm done with it, then I can be present to others. That is what it came to me while we're having the show. So thank you, Kinan, for sharing that experience with all of us, your experience. Thank thank you for sharing. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like you're reading my mind or something because that's the same thing that I'm running to, these long to-do lists. And, yeah, I mean, I I can be such an an achiever type and enter into that type A space. And, yeah, it just feels like this conversation is really allowing me to anchor into a sense of relaxing into relationships and the natural rhythms and really what's there in the body and, you know, not needing to put all these things in front of myself in order to have the thing that I really want, you know. I wonder what's keeping us all from just having having the things that we really want in our life, you know, which I think mostly are just mm-hmm. to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, to to be with each other, be with the people we love connect to nature, come mm-hmm. back to these these things that remind us of how easy and simple prosperity and abundance can be. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, all of you, for coming to the show because every time that you say something, it really helps to help us to organically grow in the sense of love and compassion and intimacy. So thank you for all of you and you called. Thank you, Kenan. Coming to the Thank you, call Lena. As well. Thank and you, all the callers. All of you we'll talk to you next week. Day. Have a beautiful day. Have all of you have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.